Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Hello, everyone. We welcome you to our Retirement in Action podcast. And uh, we're always excited about this uh, coming out on Wednesdays because what we do on this particular show is we're really taking things that we've um, talked to folks on in interviews and things like that on Mondays, and we try to take some different aspects of that and say, how do you put that into action within your retirement plan? And always, uh, we have with us our guest, which is Morgan Dunn, who is our chief operating officer in our firm. And she comes to us and really helps us kind of uh, gives us some questions that Merce and I can talk through and really help you give, give you things to think about when it comes to your uh, peace of mind retirement plan. So Morgan, can you start us off? Sure. Um, so what are some of the basics things that someone should know or think about for their for their income for retirement planning. So we talk a lot about income planning um, with our clients because that's a big deal when it comes to retirement planning. And ultimately, we break income down into three categories. Uh, we call them your essential needs. Those are the things you absolutely need to make it. So we all got to eat. We all got to have a place to live. We got to pay those basic bills. Those are all needs. We've got to have them. And the next layer are our wants. So I want to go on vacation. I want a new car. I want to uh, buy a certain amount of clothes. Whatever those wants are, those are things that we want to have, but we don't need them. And then there's a third layer for some people. And that third layer are um, what we call legacy. Legacy um, uh, income needs are basically saying our legacy income is I want to give money to my children. I want to give to a charity. Whatever those things are, I don't have to do it, but I would like to do that as a legacy to my overall plan. Now, we always try to help you visualize how we deal with this in practice because, again, this is retirement in action. And so what we want you to do is help visualize how we would put this into your retirement income plan. The number one thing that Merce and I talk about is that everyone should have a written retirement income plan. So Merce, as you're thinking that through and you're looking at the software that we use that's going to give them this nice report, how would you think about that income when you look at that? How would you place it out? Yeah, I would say, you know, when we're structuring these retirement income plans, um, a lot of times people are thinking, well, I need to save X amount of dollars and having a nice nest egg saved up. Well, uh, uh, what I think and what we believe is equally as important is the knowing what your expenses are is, is specifically in retirement. Um, and so when we have those two things together, how much money you have and also how much money you're going to be spending in retirement, that helps us kind of think through and really uh, project out what it's going to look like. So, uh, and sometimes it's not that easy to figure out, you know, we've sat uh, across the table with um, uh, families that have, uh, not a good idea as to how much they're spending and, you know, uh, and not really thinking through all of the different expenses. So for example, uh, 
maybe a mortgage that they are currently paying on, which is no longer going to be there at retirement, but they'll figure that number in there. Or maybe some education expenses for a kid or, or someone that they're helping out. That's not, it's not always going to be there. Because the thing that we do with the expense side of the retirement income plan is we're going to build that in and also assume some type of inflation to it. So for example, let's say uh, you come in the door and you think your expenses are $10,000 a month, but 2000 of that is your mortgage, which is going to go away in a couple of years. And maybe another thousand of that is you helping out someone, whether it's a kid or a family friend member, whatever it is, but it's not, it's not infinite. So we want to be able to know, Hey, what expenses are actually going to be throughout retirement? And then also which ones are going to go away so we can properly run that because inflation can have a massive impact on those dollars. And we don't want to be inflating things that just aren't going to be there. So on that point, Merce, how would you do that then when it comes to, because you're saying some things have inflation, some things don't, and that's the case. Okay, so go back to your your point on the house. So I might have, let's just look at my income and say that it's whatever it is, and I got $2,000 of that that's in a 30-year mortgage, and I owe another 15 years on it. Would you put inflation on, on that $2,000 that's on the mortgage? No, no, we would... We would show that $2,000 mortgage going for another 15 years, but we would not put any inflation on it. Main reason is, is that's how mortgages work. They're fixed payments. Now, part of a mortgage is, you know, you've got your principal, you've got your interest, and then you've got your taxes and insurance. Well, the taxes and insurance, they're always going to be there. So we would figure that into a different number to make sure that we are accounting for that. But the principal, principal and interest, that's fixed and it's going to be there as long as the loan has a balance to it. Once you pay it off, that number goes away. Um, so we would simulate that number going away at whatever time it does. Very nice. So what if during this discovery where you're talking about expenses versus income, what if someone determines that they're going to be short on income compared to, to, what, they, to, the, to what they want? Yeah, so we see that a lot where, again, that comes back to what Merce just talked about, which is really understanding what is for retirement and what is not for retirement. So, for example, a lot of times we'll sit down and somebody will say a number and Merce just used a number, $10,000. And we have to be really clear at that point, is that after pay you've paid taxes or before you've paid taxes? Because sometimes people say, well, I, I'm used to making $10,000 a month, but they're looking at that as a gross number. We need to know the net number of what they spend. And that's a completely different number. We don't want to look at because taxes and retirement are going to be different than when you're working. So here's the way we look at it. We say, what is your bring home? This is the easiest way to do it. What is your bring home pay while you're working? So you might be making $10,000 a month gross, but when we look at your actual bring home after you put money in your in your 401k, after you've paid, um, you know, whatever other benefits you have that you might be deducting, you might be putting money in an HSA, you might be doing all kinds of things and taxes and all that kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, what's coming home is $5,000 a month. So my first question always is, what are you bringing home? The person says, well, okay, I bring home $2,500 a week. I got 5,000 coming in the door. Okay, okay. Now, of that, do you save anything on a month? They go, yeah, I save like $200 a month or $300 a month of that. Well, now that's very easy. We know that you're only spending about $4,700 a month. You're, you, so, so sometimes people come in and they say they're short, like you just said, they go, oh, I don't have, I'm not going to have enough to generate the 10,000, but the 10,000 is really not their number. 
So what we would encourage you to do is just say, look at what you're bringing home and then say, do you run out? Do you have to go into savings? If you're living on what you bring home, that's what your actual income need is. Or, or let's just say that could be your needs and your wants. Now, let's go with the idea of you're a little short. Let's say that you say, and, and sometimes people do this, they, they look at their number and they say, I'm a little bit short on income because I've got my social security, I've got my pension, if they've got one, and, and so that right there is not gonna make up my income, so I'm short. Well, where am I gonna get the other money? So we always use an example, in fact, Mercy, if you wanna walk them through the example of how we break that down and what might not be there and how we would get it. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Right. So you've got your fixed income sources and you can rely on those. But if you're short, I mean, the, that, this, is where, this is where the power of the retirement income plan really comes into play because there's only so many things you can do um, to make things work. You can either, uh, and we can simulate this, you know, it may, it may mean that you have to work a little bit longer based on what the plan is saying or based on your spending. Uh, some people just don't want to work any longer than they've already planned. So what's, what are your other options? Your other option could be, well, I really need to take a good look at my budget if I have a goal of retiring at age 60, let's say. Um, and then, then we have, once we kind of figure out what is actually doable, cause you can't just create money out of thin air. We have to work within whatever we've saved. Um, then once we figure out what is actually doable, then we start to look at, okay, now how are we going to make this work? Um, in a previous episode, we talked about reverse mortgages and how that can be a, a tool that is a little bit different than your typical investments and how we could utilize that to create another fixed income stream. Uh, we've, we also uh, work in the world of uh, fixed index annuities, and those have the ability to also create income streams very much like a, a private pension. So the first step is what Raiden just said, getting your expenses down and knowing exactly what those are. Then the second step is, is understanding you know, what is actually possible, and then, then we solve for what is possible and put the right instruments in place for that. Yeah, and I think a lot of times, too, people think they're short because they don't know how much money their money their their savings in their IRA or 401k can generate so they think oh my goodness i was told that i was only supposed to take x amount out of the 401k and so i'm short and the reality is they might be able to generate more income off of that IRA if they looked at a multiple different solutions that meaning they, there's options that they might be able to get more income that could be guaranteed off of that income or, or off of that IRA or 401k that could give them an extra two, three, four, five hundred $500 a month in that case. And then now all of a sudden they're no longer short. We had a client who's now a client who thought that she and her mind could never retire because she always thought she was going to be short. When we started adding up all the different places that she was going to get income, 
she actually makes more money in retirement than she made while she was working. And here's why, because her tax bracket's different. And she just called us up a, a couple months ago and talked about, say, I've, I've retired. I never thought I was going to ever be retired, but I'm so glad I met you guys 10 years ago and you really helped me put together that plan. And now here I sit, I'm retired. I'm, I'm a retired person making as much money as I was making when I was, was working. I couldn't be happier. So sometimes it's just not understanding the numbers. We would encourage you to sit down, just understand your numbers. Well, so say you find yourself in that position, you're ready now, you recognize that you need to do some planning. How do you start that process? What's your first step? Well, I think what you need to do is just kind of sit down and look at really what are you, what are your your basic numbers? So we talk about your essential income needs. Those are going to be pretty simple. You know, what do, do you have a house payment? What is that house payment? Of that house payment, how much is principal and interest? So uh, how much do you spend on food? And I would encourage you to break food down into two categories. How much do you spend going to the grocery store and how much do you spend going out? Um, uh, how much do you spend on insurances, uh, like car insurance and those kind of things? How much do you spend on any payments that you have that are fixed? Now, a lot of people make that super simple and they have one credit card they pay all those bills on so they kind of know what that is. Um, and so you start breaking that down. We would encourage you that if you wanted and you said, I just, this is just too big, you could uh, give us a call. And we, we have a complimentary 15 minute, uh, what we call our introduction call, where we just kind of walk you through and we can kind of give you some guidance or give you a worksheet that you might have to break that down. But Immersa, I know you talk about a couple of different ways that people can track their income also. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, the standard the worksheet that you can just kind of do a monthly budget. And uh, that's one way to do it. It takes a little bit of work because you actually are doing that manually yourself, or we have some clients that do a, a monthly spreadsheet as well. Still takes a little bit of work. Uh, if you, if you like the idea of technology, there's these softwares out there that are called aggregation softwares. And basically the most popular one, it's actually, we will tell clients to use it every now and then if they're trying to figure out where they're spending money is called mint. Um, Mint is a free software. You can pay to upgrade it, uh, but I think you can get whatever you need done with Mint, uh, the free version, it, and it just takes a little bit of attention. So you would link into your your credit card and your checking accounts. They're very secure from what I understand, and it'll pull in your stuff. It'll pull in the way that you're spending, and it'll break it down for you. Now, it's not going to be perfect. It is going to take some work. You are going to have to you know, uh, help it understand what certain certain payments are and certain transactions are, but eventually it, it's smart technology. So it learns and it starts to learn where you're spending and how you spend. And it can give you a really good summary and really good idea. Um, and then at the end of the day, uh, you know, if you are just at a complete loss, we're always here to help out and uh, help you think through all the ways that you may be spending money. All right. Well, we thank you uh, for listening. We hope that we are helping you a little bit with the retirement in action, helping you kind of think through all the different elements. It's scary, by the way. We tell this to folks all the time. You only retire once, most people anyway. And uh, so as you're, as you're entering into, or the idea of entering into retirement can be very, very stressful because you've worked for decades building, saving, and now all of a sudden you're going to take all this work that you took decades building and you're going to say, now I'm going to live on that for the rest of my okay. life and no longer work anymore. And that can be really stressful. So we understand it. If you do uh, have any questions, though, you can always reach out to us. Uh, we have a lot of different resources that we can send your way. But thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you, Merce. Thank you, Morgan. Everyone have a great day. Thanks, guys. 
All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.